Welcome to the Film School Vets, a podcast where ex-film students talk about movies, the film industry, and of course, memories from film school. Hey everyone. So, at Film School Vets podcast, we decided to dedicate each episode per person. So, sometimes we're going to release some episodes where there's going to be only one person talking about the films. But the thing is, it's gonna be about their favorite films because me, Dell, and Dylan watch other films that we wouldn't particularly be interested in. So we decided to talk about them, but purely solo. Today, I wanted to talk about the directorial debut by Edward Young, and it's a really strong debut in my opinion. So Edward Young is a uh, he's known for the films E E. I'm not sure if I pronounce it correctly, but it's Y I Y I. So if you're familiar with Edward Young, you know what I'm talking about. And his other film that is called A Brighter Summer Day. Edward Young is one of the many、uh, representatives of the new Taiwan cinema, which originated in the early '80s. To the contrary of the Hong Kong、uh, cinema, back in the days, Hong Kong cinema was really popular, and they were all about action, martial arts, or kung fu. Majority of the folks, well, not majority, but some some people won't weren't into that. And the new Taiwan cinema is known for its realistic approach to films. So. In these films, we see the down-to-earth and sympathetic portrayals of stories. A lot of times, it's about、um, simple Taiwanese life, both rural or urban lives. And because at that time, Taiwan was going through the industrialization, we see a lot of like clashes with、um, with cultures, with the old traditions versus new industrial aspects. And we can kind of see the similarities between the Japanese films in fifties, where、uh, Japan Japanese society was kind of going through the same uh, uh, thing that the J- Japanese country was going through a lot of industrialization, and then we see lots of stories、uh, where both col- both old old traditions and the new ways of l- lives are、uh, are clashing. Today, I wanted to talk. About his first feature film, it's called That Day on the Beach. It's a less talked film, basically. So That Day on the Beach is set in Taipei and deals with、uh, two old friends, Jia Li and Tan Tan Wei King. I'm hundred percent sure my pronunciation is wrong and horrible, so apologies for that. And so these two friends they encounter each other after thirteen years. And this is they meet in a cafe, and this is where they remin- reminisce about their past lives, friendships, and problems that they had to deal while growing in Taipei. And so it's a family drama told in flashbacks, and it touches upon the trio that naively believed in love, but slowly deteriorated in the real the the sad reality of ours. And so there were a lot of similarities that I could uh, notice uh, between Yang and Ozu. I I can definitely see that、uh, Young drew a lot of inspiration from Ozu, even through the techniques that Young used in this film. For example,、uh, one of the 
main traits that Ozu is known for is where the characters would stare at the camera and deliver their lines. So I can definitely see some of these episodes in in, in, in this film. And also, of course, as I mentioned in the beginning, the uh, the, the, the clashes between the old uh, traditional uh, uh, society versus the new industrial aspects of of, 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 of lives. One of my favorite film, uh, Tokyo Story, purely uh, explores this. Um, so the film is shot by Christopher Doyle, who would later become a collaborator on Wong Kar Wai films in Hong Kong um, with the distinct and recognizable style. But in this film, um, his style is still in rudimentary state, so I can clearly say that he just started out exploring himself in, in, in his style in this film, but I can already spot some um, sequences where he played with shadows and reflections, which lately would become his um, trade and gimmick and the style that he's known for. Also, I should mention the absolute incredible job that was done by hair and makeup and wardrobe artists. So since the film takes place in um, different time periods, we see the students, we see the younger versions and the older versions of the characters. So, and they're played by the same people, but they look absolutely different. And so this is a, they look, they look their appropriate ages. And this is like huge um, shout out to hair, makeup and wardrobe artists. Um, because in the beginning of the film, I can definitely say that they're teenage uh, students but in the in the in the uh, at the end of the film they're 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 mature women and obviously acting out of that bit as well so the acting is impeccable and the actors done absolute incredible job they were super believable in the film overall this film is almost three hours long and is very slow but if you're a fan of slices of lives and you want to explore more exotic films then I highly recommend uh, giving this film a chance. So, this was Film School Vets Podcast. David, thank you for listening and see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Film School Vets Podcast. You can find us on Instagram at the Film School Vets underscore podcast and on TikTok at the Film School Vets Podcast. If you liked our podcast, be sure to leave a review and tell your friends about it. Thank you so much. <laughs>